What's going on, everybody? You are now listening to the Love Quest International Church Sermon Podcast. It's a brand new season. Matter of fact, it's homecoming season. Sons and daughters are coming home. So you know what to do. Get your Bible, get your water, get some coffee, get some tea, and get yourself ready to receive. The time is now. And if you don't know the drill, then you better learn the motto. Get your love fixed, man. Why we sing so much to get your heart ready for the word? Come on, I need you to put your hand over your heart and I need you to say, my heart is good soil and I am ready to not just receive the word, but produce a harvest from the word. Shout out, I am so ready. Come on, a little louder. I am so ready. Out of all you that get on your neighbor's nerves, say, I am so ready. Born ready, live ready, walk ready, talk ready, move ready, stand ready, dress ready, sleep ready, wake up ready, I've been ready, I was made 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 ready, I was one more time. Born ready, live ready, walk ready, talk ready, move ready, stand ready, dress ready, sleep ready. Wake up ready, I've been ready. I was made ready, 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 I was made ready. Joseph replied, Don't be afraid. Do I act for God? Don't you see? You planned evil against me, but God used the same plans for my good. Y'all to see this. He didn't say God changed plans. He had to use and he loves to use the same plans. So whatever tried to steal your sanity, God's going to use the same plans. Whatever tried to destroy your family, God's going to use the same plans. Whatever tried to inflict your body with sickness, God's going to use the same plans. Whatever tried to knock you out, discredit you, whatever persecution, the same haters, the same persecution, the same rejection, the same abandonment, the same rape, the same molestation, the same foster home situation, the same injustice, God is going to use the same plans. The question is, can you make it through the plan? Can you understand that anything that is and has, was, and about to happen to you is happening because God allowed it. He allowed you to almost 
lose your mind. He allowed you to almost kill yourself. He allowed you to almost lose everything. He allowed you to almost have a successful suicide attempt. He allowed you to almost become an alcoholic and never break the habit. Almost addicted to porn. Almost let it take you out. Almost make you homeless. But he says, no, 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 no. You only get to almost because I have to establish it is what it is. I got to let it get stinky. I, I got to let it get to the point where doctors can't help. Your spouse can't help. The pastor seemingly can't help. The word ain't good enough, quite frankly. I got to let Lazarus get past helping. I, I got I to gotta wait until everybody is doubting me. And right at the fourth day when it looks impossible, when you don't even hear the people that say it's too late, I can't help them. You don't even hear the other spouse who is saying, I don't want to be in this marriage no more. I, I got to let it get to, 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 to rotten, to bottom, to, to hurting, to piercing, to even questioning. God does not mind it getting to questioning him. It's like, quite frankly, that's a pretty cool place because you just are asking me, am I who I say I am? Can you really do what you did before? Can you do it right now? Are you the same God? You notice these aren't necessarily questions of doubt, but now he's used trauma to cause you to seek him. Those are questions of seeking. That's probably, it don't feel good, but finally you're talking to him. So to you, it feels like you're giving up on God. But if he was giving up, why would you even talk to him? Why would you even care if he's the same God? See, doubt is tricky because doubt can make you think you've given up. But sometime God will use your doubt as the means of a contrite heart and all of a sudden you find yourself God is showing you the blueprint for after he break you through how he wants you to seek him oh, oh the same way you sought him when you was in trouble when he brings you to the other side of the Red Sea seek him the same way see sometimes being at the bottom it begins to cause you to create new habits of seeking <laughs> see how bad do you really want it everybody talk about they want to see revival but how many people <laughs> want to be the sacrifice or you just want to attend a revival everybody laid down their life for Oh, you want to see revival? Come a couple nights during the 40 days while we're here seeking God's face. And what I do understand is a lot of people don't really want to see revival. They want, they want to see, you, you think revival is God's bailout plan. No, this is the dangerous part. When revival comes, responsibility comes. Do you really want God to touch you? Who much is given? So ask yourself, do you really want breakthrough? 
Because on the other side of breakthrough is responsibility, not back to normal. Because if you go back to normal after breakthrough, seven times stronger is coming. So you think you depressed now, let them break you through and you go back. You see, Joseph, he said, no, 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 no. No, 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 no need to apologize. You should have been here this morning, but it's not too late. You can go listen to the sermon this morning. I advise you. I advise you. You listen to everything else. Put the sermon in rotation. You need the word. He said, nope, don't apologize. I know you tried to kill me. I want y'all to pay attention to something. Joseph is now serving everybody who made his life hell. Everybody that made his life hell is now coming to him because they have a need. They tried to kill his dream but didn't know that God gave him the dream for them. Mm. I won't even go there because you just got to go listen to this morning. But he says, what you meant for evil, God is going to turn it around for good. No weapon formed against me <laughs> shall prosper. No need to change the script when God is about to flip the script. Is that minister to anybody um, this morning? I received this word for myself. The Lord says that the appointed time has come for your prophetic promises to be fulfilled. There is a specific time in everyone's lifetime where God is about to fulfill prophecy. And I, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I know I'm stepping into some big words that's been spoken over my life. And I just believe God. He says, now's the time, right? He says, now is the time. Shout out, now is the time. It is about that time. It is about that time. Ecclesiastes reminds us that there's a season and a appointed time for everything. A time for every delight and event purpose under heaven we see act 17 he sets the boundaries of people and nations determining their appointed times in history in other words the family you was born in wasn't an accident i'm sorry you like uh, california better but if god wanted you to be raised or born in california guess what but for some reason he wanted you to be raised in the freezing cold now let me tell you, because you was raised here, you don't know if you would like California. You only like California because you don't like here. Right? It's very dangerous when you like something because you don't like something else. Right? That's how some of you got married and picked the friend because you didn't like that type. That, that's not a good re way to find out what you do like. Because then the, the motivation is not pure. Right? God, God intentionally had you raised, born wherever you was raised and born, moved wherever you was moved. And wherever God has called you to be, there is everything you need in that place. Your blessing has a location. <laughs> Galatians 6 says in due time, the appointed season, keep your courage. The fullness of time is here and now. Revival is landed. Angels have been dispatched. I want y'all to notice some of you guys, this is the first time you've heard this word right here. This, this, but, but some of you is second time, third time. For some of you, it's like the 20th time. We, 
got this week. We got we the Lord gave us this what how long ago? Strathcona? Yeah, why are we still saying the same word after four years? Because it's a word that he promises to be fulfilled. See, when God speaks something into your life, you have a response. That's what I'm saying. Do you want revival? Revival comes after stewarding the seed he gave you. Angels have been dispatched. Promises have been released. And the enemy has been devoured. It is really go time. Go time means that I have permission to go. This is what you have to understand. When you're at a red light and then you get a green light, you have permission to go. Your, your insurance works best when you are the person that has been struck and you were following permission. Insurance covers the legal right, not the violation. Right. Right. We'll rub the chapstick while you say law on that one, okay? And most of us want God to cover our violations. The reason why it feels like he's not helping you overcome what you got into because he never told you to get into it in the first place. So the same way you crawled in, you got to crawl out. But there's a grace to crawl. So take the grace to crawl and trying to get grace to run. Because what God is telling you, he is trying, he can't rush you out of something that you lived in for so long. Because you have to unlearn some stuff. See, see, so not only do you have permission to go in the season of go time, but you have a legal right. And when you have a legal right to go, there is a word, there is a law that covers your go. Okay, Lord, look, I want you to pray this. Lord, please give me eyes to see and give me ears to hear pass what this man is saying Lord I need revelation right now I just said something very important when there is an announcement it's go time right, let me ask you this the way some of you might be looking do you look at a green light like that yes you do have anybody ever sat at a green light and most of the time you sat at a green light because you were what? Distracted. And has anybody ever, what happens at the people sit? What are they doing? They're, they're what? Honking you. See, I'm honking because I'm having to remind you, you have permission to go in this season. Understand. But so, but you're distracted. Some of you can't really hear go because in your mind, you responded to a text. And it's more important to get back to that person or find out what that person said or look at the score of the game or then to focus on God said it's go time and I have a legal right. I spent a season at my red light watching others have a season of a green light. Right? When you sit, just watch. Traffic going. Everybody else gets to go. Are you tired of sitting? Have you ever sat at a red light? Like a long red light? Have you ever sat at them red lights and then it only then it turned green and only two cars get to go and you you was happy you was ready to go? Hey, that's a season two. And sometimes you think you're ready to go. But the way that light is scheduled, 
for two cars to go but man can you celebrate that you next so for some of y'all it's a green light and it's time for you to go through the light thank you Holy Spirit for some of you it's a green light for you but it's just gonna get you closer to your turn either way everybody making progress in this season Everybody is making progress in this season. See, because you don't want to, you don't want to go through the light and deal with what the people going through the light is about to deal with. See, the beautiful part about a red light <laughs> is, for the most part, you safe. And if somebody rear ends you, you're covered. You get what I'm saying? But if you ain't paying attention. And you doing the rear ending because you in a rush and you got your foot on the gas when you should be slowing down y'all with me this is a green light season but you can't be focused on my green light because a lot of times you can focus on two cars ahead of you and not the one in front of you you gonna fool around and rear end somebody you get what I'm saying it's green light season it's not try to make it through a yellow light season <laughs> it is green light so you have a legal right to move forward not run through stuff God's plan, God's time, God's plan has a proper time, acceptable time, fullness of time, due season, and a mandated time. We are in a mandated time that nobody can stop you from moving forward. I'm telling you, you might, you might see way down the street, but, but we're not trying to rush through a yellow light to get way down the street. Because if you get way down the street in this season, you're going to show up at a corner that don't got your stuff. See, when I show up to where I'm called to show up, my stuff going to be there because I'm right on time. Right? So there's some things that God, God is clearing traffic and he's, uh, there, there's a street you call to that's still under construction. Okay. I'm talking, I'm talking to somebody. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, uh, yeah, please, please look at your neighbor and say, you really got to go listen to today's sermon tomorrow or Tuesday. I didn't say that many words. I didn't say that many words. I didn't. <laughs> that was not a conversation. It was just a statement, okay? <laughs> All right, so we're going to pick up here tonight. We're going to pick up here tonight. Uh, this morning, we, we stopped at... Um, Oh, so good. The, the children, the children of the Red Sea, sure, we'll, we'll do that. Um, they got across, and on the other side, they begin to praise the Lord. And um, 
they made it through a very traumatic experience and a very traumatic pastime. You follow? And they, they get out of slavery. They're faced with either going back or they're faced with the impossible. That is an amazing season to be in. Scary, but amazing. When you can go back, here, here's the idea. So, uh, my family, we're immigrants here, okay? And so, as we work on our permanent residence, all, all of that stuff, right? We, we have work permit and things of that nature, okay? And we came here by faith. We were sent here by nobody but God. And I can't get another job. In other words, I either go back home for my provision or stand here. The children of Israel can go back home because Egypt was their home. Or they can face the impossible. Why is that the best place to be? Because God got to do something. He has got, you have gotten in a place in your life where if God don't make a way, ain't no way going to happen. That is a scary place for most people. That's why you got to be in control. So not many people, you'd rather stay in Egypt and work for the world than to stand on the shore and face the impossible and let God split the sea for you. And that's okay. Not everybody is called to walk across the split sea. But boy, is that such a place where it's primed for miracles and signs and wonders. So at this place and they go across and, um, and they begin a praise party. And then they, not by choice, but have to fast for three days. They couldn't find no water for three days. And then God says, Moses, he didn't say stick out the rod. He says, stick out your hand. Right? Close the sea. And then he gets to Mara. And it's a, it's bitter water. It's a bitter season. And then God points him to a stick. And he says, Just throw it in there. And the bitter water was turned sweet. God made what was undrinkable. Now we can sip. And there's some bitter stuff that God is about to turn around. No, 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 no. Same. Hey, hey, you ready? Same circumstances the devil will use for evil God's going to use the same same bitter water I'm using I'm just going to turn it sweet yeah no no no, no filter no no 9.5 I got better than 9.5 alkalinite this is as alkalinized as it can get No, you could have found a waterfall or something, but no, we're going to use, I, I'm, I'm leading you to bitter water. <laughs> can you find people in a bitter place and because of what I put on your life, you can turn it to sweet. Right, everybody looking for the finished product instead of understanding that what God has put into you, he wants you to use what you got and turn the situation all the way around. Right, right. 
get up in here and we gonna turn the garage around what used to be a crack house now it's a praise house it's a place of worship come on shout out I am anointed So as we celebrating and God is providing and we like, whoa, we going to the other side and we going to see the promised land. And it came up on this one point, man, we have confessed. Y'all can't say pastor. Yeah, no, no, no. I have been like, we going to do this and we going to do that. And we have shouted and we are believing. I don't know about you, but my faith on high. And we ready to do this thing and we ready. And then God this morning was like, yes, y'all ready, but I need you to see this part. He says, warning. He says, attention. He said, that's the place where I provided the water, where I turned everything right after I showed them how powerful I was. That was the place that God said rules and procedures that's where he started testing them breakthrough and I'm here to tell you the declaration of you're ready is not just to receive blessing it's to pass testing you think you've been through all of that just to come out and get blessed no, 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 no. Every season has to be, how you gonna know that you're fruitful without fruit being tested? How you gonna know you stronger? You're not gonna know you stronger because ain't nothing happening. And you're not about to get tempted by God. You're about to get proven. In, in, in other words, he's perfected you for the next season. He's about to prove to you what he's done. That's why this season, the most important thing to do is stand. Because as you stand, you're about to see all I've been through. I'm really stronger now. All I've been through. Oh, the devil can't play the same tricks on me. You ever get to that point where that person try to get that same little attitude and you like, <laughs> not today, Betty. I'm not falling for that no more. I don't, I'm not affected by you no more. You can't hurt me no more. You can't cause me to quit no more. You can't cause me to doubt myself no more. You can't cause me to see myself lesser than what God says. I have made it through the Red Sea and now I know who I am. So this, this is not a season where you're about to just, just, just be tested and go through. No, 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 no. There's a level of testing for development. <laughs> and then there's a level of testing for proving. God knows what he put in you. You don't. So in order for you to find out you're really strong, Gideon, you can really win this war. Jeremiah, you can really speak. <laughs> Daniel, all that fasting ain't for nothing. You can really walk in a lion's den and not freak out. Oh, you're not afraid like you used to be. <laughs> 
Oh no, you really gotta get around some dope again to see that it don't tip you no more. I remember the first, I remember soon after I, I put marijuana down, it wasn't about me. Cause I tried for years. You know how y'all are. I, now this is gonna be the last time. We've been wanting to quit for a few years. But I had, God had to show me, he snatched the taste out of my mouth. So I remember one day on purpose, we was walking down the street. I, I think Julia or something at the time, she, she wasn't PJ at the time, but she was PJ on the inside, right? You know what I'm saying? She was doing something and I was in front of a, uh, like a, 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 this guy came out of the weed spot or something and asked that I want some weed. And I said, yeah, I just want to hold it. <laughs> and I, that was the first time I looked at it. I held it. I smelled it. And when I smelled it, what used to go off in my body wasn't there no more. The, the smell couldn't find. You get, you get what I'm saying? Like, like when you can go, when you can go back around that person you was lusting over and like, oh, you, you fine, but... Like you, you just my sister and brother and cry. Like I'm, I'm good. I respect you. To where you, where God does something in your heart towards the thing that was holding you back. When, when you get around that person that broke your heart, and and that thing don't come up where you want to just kill them. Right? So I'm letting you know in this season, you're going to get around some people who really hurt you. But what you're going to find out is they can't hurt you no more. They can't hurt you no more. And I, I, I just want you, I just want you, when you see that man or when you see that woman and you see them and they're like, hi, and they think they still got a hold on you. You're like, hey, how you doing? And when the moment the Holy Spirit says, see... You don't need that no more. I just want you to do a one, two, three, four. 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 One, two. You get what I'm saying? All right. You get what I'm saying? I want I want you. They ain't gonna even know. They're gonna like, what you doing? And you got boy, if you only knew. You, you, I used to be afraid of you. I, you, you used to really intimidate me. Ah, but if you only knew, if you only knew, if you only knew, if you only knew, if you only knew. All right, right. So if you only knew, like, like you, you not, hey, you gonna, you gonna go to that dinner that you can't avoid with family. And you're going to be sitting across the table with people that may have even molested you. That may have. And you're going to be sitting there and just with your under the table, you're just going to be. If you only knew. If you only knew. Hey. If you only knew. Hey. If you only knew. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, so, so you got to get the point. That That's where. I, because a lot of times we make testing scary but no one has to worry about a test teacher Effie when they've when they've went through when they've went through like you know the answers now 
This is an open book. This is an open book test. This is an open book test. He said the scripture, the scripture says that God won't allow me. Religion, one word can be tweaked like the devil did. If you test God, if you know the scripture says, if God won't allow you to go through anything you can't bear, not God won't put anything on you. There's a big difference between God putting it on you and allowing you. It's the red light. God has made sure before he gave you to go to go through it, you've already this you got to understand. You've passed the test. In eternity, you've passed the test. We're stepping into a finished work test. That's why going through tests without God is dangerous because he's only finished what he started, not what you started. See, I, get, I be getting stuck. I be getting stuck. I be getting stuck. So you see what he says? He says, he says, God said, uh, if you listen obediently to how God tells you, you notice he said, he's, this is where he gave them rules and procedures. So we are stepping in a season. I don't care if all your life you ain't never followed the principles of God. This is the year you actually need to get in. You, you can be, have, have been disobedient for 35 years, but be obedient for one year and watch the payback. This is the year, this is why you got to stay in the house and get a word. Ask anybody who's been here every night during the fast how much word, I'm talking about right now word. Like God is giving instructions and strategies. I, I don't, you get what I'm saying? Even somebody came at the last minute, five minutes left and they got something. that we have to really do it God's way keep the swag keep your head you know what I'm saying we got swag we got people with swag all they little swag you know what I mean God ain't saying go put on a collar and a long skirt and a turtleneck and a turban even in even as how cold it is that's too much no 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 all right, I got to tell y'all, this next series we about to start is going to radically change your life. It's going to radically change your life. God, God said, my people need to hear uh, uh, about uh, holy and righteousness. They need to know that we are holy and righteous. And holiness is not what church has made it. Like you Women don't wear pants. That's not holiness. Because we didn't have some devils in skirts. But boy, when you get this whole... Don't do it. Don't do it. No, he's calling his people back to royal, royalty. If, you, if you're a royal people, it means you're a holy nation can't be a holy people a royal people and not a holy people and we're not just holy because he's holy 
he's the if if we are holy because he's holy because the Bible says so. But there's a lifestyle of holiness that's actually really fun. That holy lifestyle is like you got some standards and homie can't just come in your life and just you no 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 no. You see the price on holy. Like I'm holy. You can't find this in Fendi or Prada. Fendi ain't holy. I'm holy. Right. So when you put a price tag on you and it says holy, can you imagine? If you was if you were selling yourself and you had a price tag on and, 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 and guys was coming over and reading it and it said holy. First of all, they'll say, what's that? And that's when you'd be like, you ain't the right one. <laughs> you see that standard right there. Obeying his commandments and keeping all his laws, then I won't strike you with all the diseases that I inflicted on the Egyptians. I am your healer. I am God, your healer. Now bear with me. Be careful while guarding your heart. You don't harden your heart. Can, can we can we can we dive in a little bit now? Can we can we can we get serious right now? Yeah, I see you grabbing your notebooks and all of this is the time. This is the right time, okay? Be your heart is so ready to receive this accountability. Be careful while you're guarding your heart. You don't harden your heart. And a lot of people in here, you have to be honest and let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart. You think you're guarding your heart, but you really are hardening it. Because when you guard your heart, love can still go in and out. When you harden it, you actually can't let anyone in. And you still need to understand that you can let people in your heart without them having your heart. That's right. right. Understand what I'm telling you. You've learned and you have to go all the way back to where you learned how to be strong. Most of us didn't learn how to be strong in a kingdom manner. Most of us, trauma taught us how to be strong. Because we are naturally wired to survive. Our body automatically, it sends us signals. It, it, it guards itself. It protects itself. It heals itself. So when you went through whatever you went through, when you got in that breakup, that relationship, what you did is you had to harden your heart. Especially when you don't know better, there's a grace for hardening for an ignorant person. Because you know no better, and that's God's way of allowing you to make it through till you meet him. I I can't guard my heart a God way when I don't know his way. So some of you as young kids had to make it through some very traumatic experiences. Some of you have been hurt really bad. Some of you have been abandoned. Some of you have been, you you dealt with church hurt. Leaders and and people have, have hurt you and spouses have hurt you. Right? And sometimes when you're giving people a second chance, you're giving them a second chance with a hard heart. And it's not really a chance if it's from a hard place. Quite frankly, if your heart is hard, they don't have a chance. 
because you see you see out of a hard place you're not seeing out of an unconditional place so you are loving while bracing Jesus did not brace himself he completely gave himself while being hurt and what you don't understand you may have had to harden your heart for one reason but that doesn't make it okay it doesn't make a safe place for God's blessing and the danger is the devil can harden your heart over here because he knows you're called over here so you walk into a church with a hard heart because you have a perception of right so somebody teach on giving automatically your hard heart says be careful that's a prosperity preacher right media shows you certain images of certain cultures so when you come across certain cultures or ethnicities you automatically brace yourself for what your perception believes them to be so you don't let people in until you scout them out Jesus said while you was yet a sinner I gave you my life and and you can guard your heart and not harden your heart without um, uh, let me do it this way the difference is boundaries versus walls God has boundaries but he don't have walls he tears walls down boundaries are good for everybody and then when people don't have boundaries ain't it funny how you harden your heart for certain things but you don't have boundaries for other things right you'd be like you ain't gonna talk to me like that but then the music you listen to be drop that right you get what I'm saying slap you get what I'm saying it's, it, it's funny how we'll be hard towards some stuff and right we'll be hard towards a parent trying to love us that pay for everything but we won't have no boundaries with our boyfriend what I'm saying you got an amazing dad who's trying to take care of you <laughs> but then homeboy ain't got to have no standards you, you harden your heart towards your parents but lower your standard towards some dude that's just or some girl you get what I'm saying it's, it's weird how we could do that we play with standards and boundaries and, and walls and we, we roll up the limousine window on who we want to and then we'll let people sit in the limousine that we want to and, and we'll go on rides with people we want to and we'll let certain people in our heart even if they toxic how do you, how do you lower your standards for toxicity but raise it for accountability while you're guarding your heart you don't harden your heart Proverbs 4 says keep vigilant watch over your heart that's a militant word 
That's where life starts. And when we're talking heart, we're not talking ba-boom, ba-boom. The ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom feels the pain of the real heart. Your soul, your suitcase, your thinker, your feeler, and your chooser. Guard your heart. That's where life starts. Then the Bible says in the message, so above all, guard the affections. What has your affections? I tell my daughter and I tell my kids like, do you know the price of your affections? No, no, no. Ain't no exclusivity relationship as a teenager. I'm sorry, parents who allows it. Instead of saying it's okay to go out and have fun and like somebody. But as a dad, I'm supposed to give your heart away. I'm supposed to give you away. As a son, let me guide you so that you don't break a woman's heart. I'm going to support a 16-year-old to exclusively take a young girl. And I know my son is not ready to take her father's spot. So my job is, okay, you can like her. I get it. I'm glad you like her. But hey, when you go to the movies, go with a group of friends. Like, it's good. Talk to me about what, what's going on. What you feeling? Dad, I want to. <laughs> she wanted me. Hey, hey, but son, here's the price of that. When you have sex with a girl, this is what happens, and this is where her feelings go. Are you ready to handle those feelings? Hey, how's her relationship with her dad? Does she honor her dad? Does she honor her parents? What's her standards? What's her morals? What did she... Man, this Northern American way of raising kids to just let them figure it out themselves. God, you when you see God, let me tell you. Now, here's the key. My kids gonna do whatever they want to. So since they're going to do whatever they want to do, let me just tell them what I'm supposed to tell them. Because I got to give an account for raising my kids in the way they should go. <laughs> Hallelujah. They pay attention. Pay attention. For they affect all that you are. Your affections of your heart, they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being. Are we teaching our kids how to guard their heart? Or are we teaching them to give it away? And then if you get hurt, we here for you. Or from there flows the wellspring of life. God told Samuel, looks aren't everything. <laughs> Are we teaching our kids how to assess a heart? Don't be impressed with his or her looks or they stature. <clears throat> I've already eliminated him. That brother went down the whole sibling line and God said, I don't want him. Yeah, be fine to them, but I don't, I don't want him. God judges persons differently than humans do. Men and women look at the face. Oh, he's fine. Oh, girl, you see him. Oh. 
got the men at the gym just working overtime just to show you their little body. Man, I can't sit in the gym that long, man. I'm like, guys be like, ah, and then you throw some girls in there. You know, you know, Andrew, they can't, can't even move just walking around like this. <laughs> Holding their little protein shake. This. <laughs> God looks into the heart. It is a dangerous time that we're in that we don't know how to look past the physical. We have to make a choice of who and what will be allowed to nest in our hearts. In this season, we have to be very selective and wise in who and what we allow to nest in our hearts. Like today, not next week, not after I read a book, like tonight, you have to make a choice that some stuff you allowed in your heart, you will no longer let it in your heart, at least until you're strong enough and you have boundaries. Boundaries are beautiful because it does some sifting for you. Boundaries keep you from having to repeat yourself. You just got to repeat the boundary. <laughs> For again, the scripture says to you people, if only today you would listen to his voice, don't make him angry by hardening your hearts as you did in the wilderness or the last season. In this new season, you got to have a tender heart. Is it, is, is it, is it risky? Absolutely. Is it vulnerable? Absolutely. But a vulnerable heart is a healthy heart. <laughs> it's a healthy heart. Elijah challenged the people. How long are you going to sit on the fence? If God is the real God, then follow him. If the world is the real world, then, then and, and the real God, then make up your mind today. Forget a New Year's resolution. Make up your mind to follow God or not. Not be religious and just go to church. Follow God. Nobody said a word. Nobody made a move. Because it's a serious decision. You go on. He says, how long will you hesitate between two opinions? goes on to Deuteronomy and says I place before you life and death blessing and curse choose life I suggest to you so that you and your children will live your choice of how you choose to live will have generational ramifications and then I saw this a long life settled on the soil that God, your God, promised to give your ancestors. The soil, the soil. Not everybody will be landowners or 
soil owners, but you do have a soil that you have responsibility for, and it's called your heart. And then we've been reading this scripture for a long time, haven't we, Love Quest? Make the road straight and smooth. A highway fit for our God. I want you to see this part highlighted. Clear out the rocks. Clear out the rocks. Clear out the rocks. Understand, clear out the rocks. Shout it out. Can you, can you, can you just, no, no, that don't mean say it. That's fine. You can say it if you want to. Can y'all just make a nice little, just, just go and play with the Play-Doh for right, Play-Doh right now, Play-Doh, whatever you want on, Waco, whatever. Say, clear out the rocks. You see? Listen, listen. Get the road ready. Uh, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand repent means turn it means this is the scripture as well it means get the stones out your heart unharden your heart turn away from wickedness clear out the rocks and then we go Matthew 4 from the time Jesus began to proclaim his message with, with these words, keep turning away because the kingdom is now accessible. And what's important is to remember he's saying turn away because the kingdom is accessible or it's available for you. Why is he saying repent? Why is he saying get the stones out your heart? It's because when they ask the question about where's the kingdom coming from, he says the kingdom is not discovered in one place or another for God's kingdom realm is already expanding where? Within some of you. Why some of you? Because not everybody got the stones out of their hearts. And with a hard heart, kingdom can expand. He says the kingdom is within you, in your hearts. Why do you need to have your heart ready? Get the road ready? It's your heart. Because your heart is the road into the earth. <laughs> your heart is the road into the earth. And here's where it lands. Then he said to them, if you don't understand this parable, how will you understand anything I'm saying? Because he said, I speak through parables so that whoever has ears, let them hear. Whoever has eyes, let them see. If you really want to see God's truth, you are going to have to live and look in such a way. You're going to have to deny self. You're going to have to fast and pray. You're going to have to ask the right questions. And it's going to have to be right by revelation. The farmer sows the message of the kingdom. Everything God has for you starts with a sown word. Right? This is, this is, I asked my man to bring me some seeds this morning. And I love how his little young mind was. The brother brought me sunflower seeds. I'm looking for plant seeds, but we're going to use them anyway. So the message is sown week after week in a church like this, man, you get word on Monday, you get word on Tuesday, you get word on Wednesday, you get word on Thursday, you get word on Friday. You get what I'm saying? I'm sorry, uh, guest services, I'm sorry. 
You get word all week. You get word coming in different kind of ways, different type of voices, right? And where is it falling? It's falling, right? And even between the mats and here is different types of soil. You didn't hear that, did you? That's a hard heart. They're going to have to look for that. I want, I, want, I want you to listen. Right? But too many, too many times we come to church because we think we have to. And it's some good word that happens. So you want to know why we worship for an hour? So we can soften this. Because when it's like that, oh, the enemy's like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hey, but he, but, but, but if it was on at least a different type of soil, he'll have to. He got a, he got a, he got a feel for it. You get what I'm saying? So when we're worshiping, it's so we can. I'm not. That's why we can't just give you three songs and and then this perfected message and it's perfected when it's led. Because they, and this is why we do music in between because there's a word that goes forth and then what we're trying to do is through the music and having these moments of breakout is is to get it in there. Get it deep. Listen, I'm really a farmer, not just a shepherd. And I'm anointed to farm. And so I'm tilling, and I don't mind if you leave the church because it takes too much time to till. But if people do their own tilling and come to church ready, we don't have to take as long to get to your heart. Because God's after the heart. And so he says... The message of the kingdom is what falls on the beaten path represents who hear the message. But immediately, 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 like even during service, I see people get on their phone. During service, the word going forth and you, hey, what, you what are we eating later on? Steal the word, right? Because you hear the word, it lands. Boy, you got to write it because when you write it, it does something, it, 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 it engraves it on your memory. And then I can't just write it, but I got to look at it. And then I got to look at it and get it in my mouth. And then I got to digest it. And then I got to protect it. And then some of you, it gets stolen as soon as you get in the car. And some of you get stolen as soon as you get home. Some of you, it might get stolen Monday. That's why we come to midweek. So we can get it back in there or replace it quickly so he says Satan appears and snatches it from their hearts he didn't snatch it from the farmer <laughs> he snatched it from the soil I'm good thank God you come to a church where somebody's going to really really like not just throw seeds at you say bye bye no, we're trying to get this word in your heart so you can be transformed. And he says, and what is sown on gravel, right? You see, you see that? I mean, one day we're going to have like big displays and stuff. You get what I'm saying? But when we look at gravel, gravel is, it's, it's loose, right? It's a lot of places and it, it, and it could get, the seed can get lost in the gravel. 
but it never gets into the soil. Like having a gravel heart, having a stony heart is not right. Give, 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 give me, you put the, put, give me some clay. Give me some clay. I love how you made a heart. Do you know what I'm saying? Lord was moving on your heart, huh? <laughs> right? You like, this is how your heart. For some of you, your heart looks, right? It looks like that, like bitterness is taking up space in your heart. Like, and God is constantly like, can we just... Can we just get that out? And sometimes that comes with accountability and hearing hard things. But I'd much rather hear hard things and make room for God than to do this. Leave my stones alone. Right? And then this is what happens. <laughs> the farmer comes. just hitting stones it, it, it doesn't have a true place to dig into so the devil's like I can't stop what God does but boy if I can get them in a relationship that starts off super promising and then later hurt them because that kid doesn't have the support group you have that kid doesn't have parents like you have. You see, you get it in there and here's the power. While it's in there, this is made to nurture it. It just gotta get in the ground. And then the soil does what it was created to do. Right? And so we go forward and it says that it gets in the gravel. Listen, who hear the message and receive it joyfully. Right? So I, like, I'm not moving. Like, I love when the people, like, like a lot of they're always joyful. And there's some people stand up and like, go ahead, PT. Yeah. And they dance with me. And that's what we supposed to do. That's what we supposed to do. Because look what happens. But because their hearts fail to sink a deep root. This is important. They don't endure for long. So receiving it joyfully is good because I at least endure for a while. But we gotta, we gotta begin to lengthen the time we know how to endure or we can't endure. So they don't endure for long. This is why you don't endure for long. And this is how you know how far the seed is went. For when trouble or persecution comes, it don't come because people really hate you. But the enemy that's using them is coming for the seed. It's like these sunflower seeds or any seed. The potential is in the itty bitty seed. And you got to, some seasons, spend time away from hate and spend time away off of social media so you can allow the seed to grow to a point where it's too late to damage it. Can you withstand a season long enough so a seed can produce fruit? Now it's too late because your seed had babies. Now instead of messing with one of us, you messing with. 
Right. We, we got to endure through this building process, because if we endure through the building process, there's hundreds of more of us coming. So the enemy want to try to discourage us with delay in the building process and building permits and see, no, 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 no. But we've went through a period of exercise where we, Pastor T and Pastor Julia was proven through the pandemic, not knowing the pandemic was preparing us for the city. You, you notice how God didn't give us nothing until we passed and we was faithful over somebody else's. But when trouble came, it says they immediately wilt away. And you wonder how people listen. You don't get offended. See, we don't get offended when we see people who are like, oh, I'm on your team. And then one day you don't see them. It speaks to the soil. And I'm talking about when you ain't did nothing wrong. What is sown amongst thorns? Thorns. Come on, get that out for me. Represents those who hear the message, but they allow the cares of this life and the seduction of wealth and the desires for other things to crowd out choke the message so that they produce nothing this is a people with unkept weeds in their heart and thorns and when I think of thorns I think the Lord is saying people that don't let the word get too close to them or accountability or divine leaders in your life you just keep them at a distance keep them at a distance you keep your thorns up and you keep your thorns out because you're too afraid to let go of the cares of the world and your selfish ambitions not knowing that selfishness will always choke out the word and you produce nothing but what is sown on good soil should have got some good soil it represents those who open their hearts. That's me. Is that, do we got anybody over here that's like, my heart is open. They open their hearts to receive the message and their lives bear good fruit. Some yield a harvest of 30, 60, even a hundredfold. This is based on levels of faith. An open heart is what God is after. Those sown on good, well-adapted soil are the ones who hear the word, receive it, and accept it, and welcome it, and bear fruit. Here's what I need to tell you. Your soil is no good if you church hop. Your soil is no good if you can't get rooted in a church home. Your soil is no good if you're offended with the farmer. So if you're offended with the farmer, it doesn't matter how much you sit in church and say that was good, but it won't be good for you because you can't get over whatever you're offended about. So we, our hearts must be tilled for every season and every season is meant to have a tilling patch. 
taking us from glory to glory. Every season will have a moment in it where God needs your heart tilled. Every season, every season. The goal is you, not it. Hated by family, left for dead by siblings, accused of rape, forgotten in prison. He still had a heart for his siblings that left him for dead. My question to you is how is the soil of your heart? Where, where is your heart at? You got bitterness anywhere in your life. You have unforgiveness anywhere in your life. Do you have a hard heart versus a guarded heart? Do you have boundaries or do you have walls? What, what, how, how does your heart really look? Tonight, are you willing to say, Lord, come in and do heart surgery and get these stones out my heart so you can make room for seed? See, some of you, you can't even see it. So you got to spend a season so God can dig in there. Like, ooh, there's another stone. And then there are seasons where his hands, he will do this in your life. And you're like, can we just get on to the blessing? And he's like, no. I'm rubbing up against you. I'm putting you in some circumstances so you know the coast is clear for me to come in. 2024, everything you've been through, Troy, everything you've been through, Annabeth, every challenge you've been in, Bianca, every, everything that we've been through has been God preparing your heart. And what you're going to find out before this year is over is that you are moldable. And what God wants is moldable children. Not resistant children. But children that will get in the hands of the potter and let them shape their lives. And in every season, there's a different form that he may need you to be, but okay, PT, and this is what people don't understand. I'm sorry if being led is inconvenient to some people. But I've given my life to the Lord, and when you get the stones out, then I'm on the potter's will, not yours. And I don't know about you, but you should follow leaders who are in the potter's hands and on the master's time. Stop trying to get people in your hands. This, you want to do this to people. Shape them around your time and your schedule. And God said, I promise you, what you're trying to shape up, you ain't going to want it. <laughs> My question is, if you were honest, can God do this with your heart? Are you, is your heart like this towards your spouse? does it look like this all right looks like this 
<laughs> but it's the moment po something poke at it. That's revealed. Right? When things are all good, you lubby-dubby. You say all the nice things, right? But the moment they rub you the wrong way, oh, there that stone go again. No, 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 he didn't die so we can cover the stone. <laughs> he died so he can remove the stone. Papa was a rolling stone. I don't know about you tonight, but I feel some people in their hearts are like, <laughs> I'm scared. I don't know how it's going to look. There's some of you in here. You've never had this. Because here, here you go, to your credit, you've had to be so strong. But, but the same way that we had to lead differently out of COVID than being in COVID, th there's a way you have to live out of trauma than in trauma. And I'm here to tell you, if you can believe me, that your trauma is over and has been defeated, then you, you actually have a new heart and a new life to live waiting for you. We were in the back and my man right here was helping someone with some back pain and he was talking about uh, how he did some release work on a few people, but one person in particular, and, and help me if I'm wrong, um, he released whatever was going on, but the person couldn't feel the release or the results of the release. So then he did it again and I think you had her do an exercise or something where not only was she doing this, but she had to lean into the trauma. And then it was released because your body, although something is released, it will hold the memory. Am I right? It will hold the memory so you are responding to a memory versus a fact right because you've been holding on you, you get what I'm saying you have to understand the way this looks right let me let me do it this way right it's the way it looks you got it it's the way it looks one day we're gonna have cameras and big old screen and you get the camera gonna zoom up and it's gonna be but I ain't gotta do this This is the way it looks. This is the way. No, no, no. Camera's not for people at home, but but it's going to be on the screen. You know what I'm saying? But for you at home, <laughs> this is the way it looks. You got it? Is this helping anybody? Okay. And what happens is the release work happens. Help me, Lord, make this work. You have really been released. What you're experiencing is the whole. And God's like, no, now I can feel it. You get what I'm saying? And, and so what you're experiencing right after freedom is vulnerability. Yeah. 
because technically it hasn't been replaced because you might not have the new language you might not have the scriptures you might not have the new relationship you might have just got somebody out of your life or a thought that's been there a bondage that's been there for so long so you haven't gotten the replacement so you're experiencing this and the temptation is to go back and fill it that's why it says that the you got free and the enemy came back and said let me go back home to my house and he looked in the windows and he saw it was still available because you didn't fill it and it came back seven times stronger because the devil remembered the last time he got kicked out so he like this time to come a little stronger and get deeper roots that's why when it comes back it's stronger than it was before and I feel like there's a grace for you and there's a courageousness for you to not be afraid of this now filling it with alcohol filling it with drugs filling it with pornography it really won't help. The Lord is saying, will you allow me to take that stone? And I promise you, I'll fill the hole. And replace it with an even stronger muscle. I don't know who I'm talking to, but if you were honest, vulnerable, not emotional but you could be like that's facts I know I've been always protecting myself because I have had to and that's how my parents had to like I grew up in a family that had to survive if that's you or and you like no I want to depend on God I want to let go of the chains of having to have control. I want to let go of that orphan spirit and being afraid of being abandoned. In this moment, if that is you and I could pray with you, if I could pray with you and we can pray with you, I really believe that God's about to do a great work in your life and he's about to do a great work your family's life but while I'm waiting I'm gonna get these stones out of my heart and every stone that comes out of my heart I'm getting stronger if that's you I want to pray for you I don't care if you serve him want people serving with stones in their heart Lord your servant ask the stone of fear we lay it down tonight the stone of anxiety 
we lay it down tonight. Lord, roll away the stone of lies that we've believed that we're not good enough. That's a lie. And we won't make it. That's a lie. I'm not qualified. That's a lie. And I'm not worth anything good. That's a lie. And I'm not worth living. That's a lie. Or I'm not loved. That's a lie. Tonight, Lord, your children are here to lay our stones down. And if that's you tonight, if you have any stones to lay down, stand to your feet. I want to pray with you. And I promise you, if you don't, please, that is amazing. You need to be praying for us. Some of you, I, I, want, I want this to be a moment of last. I really want you to, and I want you, there's a grace to fill it because you're about to get rid of it. Hear what I'm telling you. There's a grace right now and the Holy Spirit's going to move on your heart and there's going to be an emotion that comes with it. But this is going to be a moment where you have permission in a safe place to admit, I am scared. And in your, within yourself, I am scared of what? And then this is going to be a place where you can admit, safe place. The Holy Spirit, I'm telling you why we're going to tap into that is because he's here to take it. I am so angry. I am so angry that you put me through that. That person may be here. That person may not be here. It's not for you to tell them that, but it's for you to tap into that thing. No, I am still angry. Why do you need to tap into it? Because it is a stone. I am so angry with you. Yes, I forgive you, but I'm still angry you put us through that. in here and you're like man I am so afraid to die because too many people in my community too many people in my family I've had several people in my family die of cancer or 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 colon cancer or or uh, or hepatitis any anything brain tumors whatever I am scared to death see those are things that cause us in order to live another day we got to harden our hearts I, I'm so angry I am so ticked that my parents left me when I say these things if nothing comes up amazing but there's some of you I, I here's one I am so angry that my parents didn't take care of themselves and that's why they're sick and now I gotta deal with it I am so angry they weren't responsible with money or I'm so angry that they beat me I'm so angry and my husband or my wife doesn't think it's important enough to let those drugs go. Let that alcohol go. I'm angry. I'm ticked. I'm bitter. 
I'm afraid, whatever it is. I can't believe my children did that. I can't believe that pastor did that. I can't believe my uncle did that. I am angry. Here's the scripture, Lord, Lord, search my heart. the heart posture we're taking right now Lord Lord search my heart and you at home Lord search my heart expose anything that's in my heart even if it's a little pebble may I not stand here with pride and, and sit here and be looking and asking the wrong questions huh I think I'm good is it anything wrong with me no that's the wrong question Lord what do you see in me that you want that's the question that pride that fear that ego I'm scared for my family back home I'm I'm scared I can't come through for my family you in here man just surrender it all and lift your hands or you can bow to your knees or you can come to the altar um, if it's too late for you you can go home do whatever you got to do your altar can be in your car whatever you got to do but we will not get out of these 40 days without leaving some stones behind you to put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder because you don't know they're processing I feel like there's some people in here who are afraid of messing up I think one of the biggest things in our society these days is people that are afraid of failing the same question my father asked Adam who told you that who told you you was going to fail what standard has been placed on you that's so big that you feel like it's unreachable are you afraid of hard work have you lived trying to hide your lack of education celebrate all day but I feel like love quest we're going to be able to celebrate in even a greater greater way especially when the stones are removed just take a few moments I want you to see yourself everything that the Holy Spirit brings up when he brings it up say I lay it down if it's I lay it down I lay that stone down lay that stone down I lay that stone down some of you have a stone of shame you have a stone of shame you're so shameful of some of the actions that you've done I want you to know you're forgiven
some of you are some of you there's a few people in here you are so hard on yourself that's a stone the Lord's doing work right now guys And if you feel that, you feel that in your belly, you feel that he's, that he's removing the stone, even if you're feeling sadness. Some of you are feeling for the first time in a while. Come on, in your marriages, I, I just pray that, that love is not just restored, but there's an increased grace in your marriage. That you see your spouse as God sees their child. Come on. Some of you have worked so hard to make sure you don't end up like your parents did. Let me tell you, that's a bad, that's a bad motive. I want to free you right now of being a workaholic because you're afraid to fail. Some of you have been spending money on education because you've had pressure from your parents I want to free you right now and let you know even if you went the opposite way as long as it's in Jesus you will not fail I, I, I break the spirit of generational idolatry Lord tenderize our hearts tonight Come on, tenderize. That's our prayer, Lord. Tenderize our hearts tonight. Lord, you have access to our hearts. Lord, we leave that gap open. We leave that wound open for you to fill it. This is, this is the greatest blessing you are going to receive this year is wholeness. It's not going to be the car. It's not going to be the spouse. It's not going to be the great. You are getting your wholeness back this year. Some of you are going to experience joy like you've never experienced joy before. Yeah. Come on, lift your hands up. Lift your hands up. some people out I want to help some people out now, so I know people get mad at me about you know I, I will not let up I remember one time my, my pastor back home Dr. G he came to me he said boy you need to smile more you're dark skinned him. and you're tall he said, and, and this is what some people y'all need to know, you look intimidating with a stony face. 
I don't believe people's default face is frowning for no reason. <laughs> That's your resting, when your resting face it says unhappy, let me help you. You got some stones in your heart. When, when I am supposed to be a display of the gospel I'm not saying I smile all the time but my face is for sure on the verge of joy how I see you every week and you got a mean mug on your face and you expect me to trust you no 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 not when I pour joy into you See, when I pour joy into you, I know I got good seed. And when I'm not getting joy from you, stones. It means the joy that I'm sowing into you, it's not finding rest. When you come in a house of celebration and the celebration hasn't yet come back, it's not finding rest. Stones. Stones. Lift your hands right where you are. Why am I lifting my hands? Because my hands up is signifying something. You should get to a point where you love sick in Jesus. Because he's love sick with you. take the next five minutes and I don't know if you have a piece of paper I don't know if you have a phone well of course you got a phone but what stone are you laying down tonight now please be mature in this if you're not ready to lay it down don't write it down just hold on to it just hold on to it you're saying I'm laying this stone of fear down I'm laying this stone of resentment down I'm laying the stone of jealousy down I'm laying the stone of envy down I'm laying the stone of victim down I need you to write it down written in your phone is unless you want to give your whole phone to the altar ain't nowhere to lay it down <laughs> we're done it's the last part I guess just and there's going around with a piece of paper and I'm totally fine if you feel like you don't got no stones or you want to live with stones that's totally fine I want you to say a prayer over it and I want you to come and lay it at the altar. Elder John, can we get a bucket? Because we're going to, just like we have these names for salvation, we want to have a stone bucket.
You have been listening to the Love Quest International Church Sermon Podcast. And we're so happy you're here. If you're brand new to Love Quest, we are here too. Love all nations, equip the church, mobilize the equipped, and serve all. To stay tuned with everything we got going on in the community, follow us on IG at LoveQuestINTL Church. We out here, okay? So stay tuned. We got more on the way. Welcome to the homecoming season. And you don't need another reason. And if you don't know the drill, then you better learn the motto. Get your love fixed, man.